Welcome to A Priceless Perspective with the Confidence Coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed for ladies and leaders who are ready to unveil their purpose, unpack their potential, and understand they are simply priceless. As an award-winning program executive, prominent advocate for women and girls, published author, professional speaker, and personal confidence coach, Dr. Steele brings over 25 years on the front line addressing issues that matter to ladies, leaders, and little girls. She is passionate about helping others uncover the beauty, boldness, and brilliance within as they walk with confidence and clarity in who and whose they are. From the classroom to the boardroom, Dr. Steele and her priceless posse of professionals bring information and revelation that sparks transformation in the lives of the listeners. Are you ready to uncover the true brilliance within and tap into your full potential? Are you prepared to discover and embrace the things that make you uniquely you? Are you ready to find your voice and walk at a new level of confidence without apology? If so, you are tuned into the right place. A priceless perspective with confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele is designed to do that and more. Now let's get the show started with your host, the confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. Hey there, it's your girl, Dr. Nicole Steele here with another cup of confidence. Yes, the confidence coach is in the house. Ah, thank you for joining me as always. I don't know if it's good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Don't know when you're listening to this segment or where you are listening from. But welcome back to all of those that are tuning in again. And welcome for those that I am getting a chance to connect with for the very first time. So today, during this segment of A Cup of Confidence, I thought that I would focus on the power of a question. The power of a question. You know, as I was preparing this morning, I was reminded of two of my favorite people. Now, I have a lot of favorite people, but these are two of my favorite. The first person is my mom. I have, man, my mom is amazing. Many people know her as Mama Jo, but uh, she's amazing. But when it came to this segment, I thought about her because all of my life, (laughs) anytime I had questions, uh, concerns, if I, you know, was facing challenging times, I knew that I could always come to my mother and she would give me sound advice. Now, as a young person, I didn't always appreciate her. (laughs) We still talk about that. I would tend to accept uh, what other people said and I, I discounted what she had to say, but I have learned now as an adult to really just cherish the wisdom of my mother. But That's not what made me think about her. I thought about the way that she thinks. I thought about the way that she was wired. From a little child, she used to tell me that she would always ask questions, almost sometimes getting chastised as a child, be it, you know, by her 
my grandmother, my beautiful grandmother, who would say, stop asking questions. Or from the Sunday school teacher that would say, Josephine, you know, you asking too many questions, sit down somewhere. <laughs> but she was always thinking and always asking questions. And now as a wise woman in her senior years, she still has a lot of questions. I can almost see the wheels turning in her mind from time to time. Well, in addition to her, the other person that I thought about is my, my youngest daughter. My daughter, Tori, is a lot like my mom. So here we go, two generations, fast forward. And my baby girl is wired a lot like my mom. She asks, she asks the most interesting questions to be so young. And oftentimes she stumps me with her questions. But I just, I love it. I appreciate it because you know what that tells me is that she's learning and that she's growing and she's learning to use her voice. You know, um, kids ask a lot of questions. If you're a mother <laughs> or a father who might be tuning in, you know, kids are always asking, why? Why? Why this? How about that? Can I have this? You know, just always asking questions. In fact, a study showed that four-year-olds ask as many as two to 300 questions a day, two to 300 questions a day. <laughs> yes. But you know what happens? The older we get, like if you fast forward, say to middle school, they ask even fewer questions. And of course, when they get to high school, you can't hardly get them to, to talk sometimes. But what they found is as we get older, we ask fewer and fewer questions. And so I was thinking about that today and I was thinking about where we are. I, I, just for a quick minute, I want you to think back to when you were a little kid and there was nothing, I don't know, maybe it was me. It was nothing like getting, asking, a, you know, having a question asked and getting the answer right. You know, there was something exciting about that. But we found ourselves in a place, especially again, the older that we get, where we don't ask quality questions anymore. Now, some will associate that with the fact that we have more experience, maybe. Maybe that's why we don't ask a lot of questions, because we know it all. All don't know. <laughs> some people might associate it with us being in such a get it quick now kind of society. So we don't take the time to ask questions because we're so busy trying to get it done, you know, but that causes problems on the other end when we don't get it right. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Um, the unfortunate side effect to not asking questions as adults is us being, uh, or not being able to, but us making poor decisions. You know, when you don't ask questions, when you don't get help, when you don't, when you when you stumble your way throughout life, you tend to make a lot of poor decisions and it can have a costly effect. That's why it's imperative that we slow down and that we take time not just to ask questions, but to ask good questions or better questions. OK, so now when I Think about, uh, as an adult, many of the questions that we may ask ourselves, 
You know, we should have times in our life when we are asking ourselves questions. I'm not even talking about asking other people questions. Yes, we should be asking other people questions, but we should be having regular conversations with ourselves and asking ourselves a series of questions. But when it comes to the questions that we ask ourselves, there are two, in my opinion, that count and have have more weight than others. There are two questions that count. The first question that I think that we should all ask ourselves is, am I pleasing God? Am I pleasing God? That is the first question that I think we should be asking ourselves on a regular basis. And then the second question we should be asking ourselves is, do I like who I am becoming? Do I like who I am becoming? So let's just unpack those two, those two questions that count really, really quick. Am I pleasing God? You know, that question right there, some people might think it's deep. It might put a lot of pressure on people, but it's really not, it's it's not rocket science. You know, am I pleasing God? What do I mean by that? Just simply asking yourself, is my life, is the way that I am showing up every single day pleasing to God? Are my thoughts, are my actions, are my, are my words, are they pleasing? Am I representing him well <laughs> every day? You know that. You know that. You know how you show up in the world. Is it pleasing? Is he smiling down and saying, yep, that's my daughter. I'm proud of her. Or is he looking at you with the side eye wondering, what is she doing? Are you blowing your witness with how you show up in the world? Are you pleasing? Are you a person who is a person of character and integrity? Or are you a person that your word is not your bond? You know, people, they, they can't rely on what you say and much less what you do, you know. Are you that kind of person or are you a person of integrity and high high character? That's the question. You know, when it comes to pleasing God, I do want to let you all know pleasing God is not about perfection. So take that pressure off yourself. That's not what I'm talking about. But again, are my words, are my thoughts, are my actions pleasing to him? Um, am I being a good steward? of my time, of my talent, of the treasures that he's entrusted to me? Or am I just getting along and getting by? You know, am I spending my time trying to please man or woman instead of pleasing God? Am I putting more weight on what others think about me than on what I think about myself or more importantly, what God thinks about me? You know, I've often heard it said that the most important thing that we can do is to perform for an audience of one. That's right. He's the only one that matters. If you make your make it your mission to perform for the audience of one, perform for him, <laughs> him and him alone, everybody else will get into place. They'll be all right, you know. He is the only one that you can, should be concerned about pleasing while you're here on earth. So the second question is, do I like who I am becoming? 
This is a little plug. I'm, I know many of you know, First Lady Michelle Obama wrote a book several years ago called Becoming. And it's a beautiful book. I love it. I, I got the audio version. I got the, the hardback version. I had to keep it in my collection. But when I read it, it blessed me because it, it kind of catalogs her life from when she was a little child growing up in Chicago to, you know, in the White House and beyond. And so it helped me as I was reading through her book, it reminded me that we are all becoming. We never, ever, ever, as long as we're here on earth, in my opinion, ever arrive. We should always be evolving and becoming a better version of ourselves. So back to the question, do I like who I'm becoming? Do you like who you're becoming? Do you like who you're becoming? That's a question. <laughs> That's a question that you need to be asking yourself. You know, do I like who I am? Do I like where I'm going? Am I making better decisions today than I was a year ago today? Are you moving the needle and is the needle moving in the right direction? You know, or are you stagnant? Are you like some stagnant water stinking? You're not really moving. What is your story? Are you becoming and are you becoming a better version of yourself or not? And if not, why not? Could it be your state of mind? Could it be the people that you're hanging around? Could it be um, you still doing the same thing and expecting this, you know, different results, which they, they say is insanity. I think that's that's pretty accurate. Are you doing the same old thing and you wonder why you're miserable because you've not made any changes? Um, you know, do you like who you're becoming? That is the question. So am I pleasing God and do I like who I am becoming? To me, those two questions, if you can honestly answer those two questions and feel good about your answers, that becomes the foundation on which you can begin to build true confidence. Because when you know, I'm, I'm doing what God has called me to do. I know my heavenly father is smiling down on me. Though I'm not perfect, I'm doing the best that I can do in excellence to the best of my ability in the words of Joyce Myers. That's what I'm doing every single day that I take my breath. If you can answer that question and then say, you know what? And I'm pleased with the progress. Yes. You know, speaking of Joyce Myers, this, let me make this Joyce Myers day. So Joyce Myers, the author and preacher, she, she has a, a phrase that she says often. Um, I might not be who I want to be, but thank God I'm not who I used to be. <laughs> I think I said that right, but that's, that's my story. I might not be where I want to be. This girl right here is still, I'm still stretching. I'm still growing. I'm still becoming. How about you? But I'm not the girl I used to be. Thank God. <laughs> I'm not the girl I used to be. So that's what we need to do every day is wake up every day, make it our mission to first of all, please God. 
in our actions and our words and our thoughts and our deeds and how we show up in the world. And second of all, to just embrace the fact that we are becoming our best version of ourselves and we'll constantly be coming and stretching ourselves and growing ourselves. So that's what I'll have for you today is your cup of confidence. Sip it up, sip it up. Enjoy. And don't forget to subscribe to this, this Cup of Confidence series. You can find it on YouTube. You can find it um, on my website. You can hop over to therealnicolesteel.com where you can also hear archive uh, messages from the Cup of Confidence as well as Priceless Perspective. You can find resources, tips, and tools as well to help you build and grow your confidence. So again, I'm Dr. Nicole Steele. It's been real. Can't wait to check, check you out next time. God bless. Have a good week. Dr. Steele helps ladies and leaders walk with confidence and shake off doubt while being reminded they weren't created to fit in, but designed to stand out. Do you have a product or service that you are interested in sharing with ladies, leaders, or little girls? If so, visit www.pricelessperspective to learn about advertising opportunities or being featured on the Priceless Picks portion of our show. Thank you for tuning into A Priceless Perspective with Dr. Nicole Steele, The Confidence Coach. This priceless podcast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough and Gym Makers, LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, or to simply join the conversation, check us out online at www.pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Nicole Steele and tell a friend.